0: So we uh, we finally got some light in this room. You finally yeah. see the full on the full setup here. So I've I've talked about it a lot, but I didn't actually get a chance to see it. Yeah, uh, who's, whose whose fault is
1: that that we haven't gotten to see it in the lighting yet?
0: Well, it's dark when we do our shows. So and yeah. I t- I don't do lights. I don't do overhead lights. Like the most I ever do. You guys probably remember my the LED strips I had. Like that's yeah. as much light as I really do throughout the day. So. I just got the window open now and since it's at a view that it's not going to impede the camera, it's actually going to help.
1: Yeah. Or, I was to say, plus, I mean, the last, last weekend you weren't here. Next weekend you won't be here. This is the first time I think since you renovated everything that, that. Uh, well, so I straight up moved.
0: moved. Like I lived a couple rooms down um, yeah. down the hallway and now I'm in this room and finally settled and, and comfortable and it's nice, dude. I'm loving it. So. And yeah. It's a great setup too. We got we got it all set up in here. So looks like good. it. Looks like anyway, you got yeah.
1: the you got the the uh, give your all for App State. That's kind of ripping off the Notre Dame sign, if you will, above your bed.
0: I think that's one of the one of the things they've always done. Honestly, I don't know. It's not. It all wasn't right. my flag, by the way. I got it. My Emily gave it to me, so I, yeah. I wanted to, you know, do right. And then I got the the Chase Elliott flag. Back yeah. here, and then obviously my my show like I, I got it all set up, man. We're ready. Heck to yeah,
1: roll. heck yeah, man.
0: With all that being said, oh, by the way, Cam is out sick today. He'll be back on. He'll be back tomorrow for weekly and, and Wednesday for the next show here. So just want to send our well wishes to Cam. He's been, been struggling the last few days, yeah. man. My I goodness. mean, you,
1: you you tell tell his dumbass roommate not to. Leave the oven turned on overnight anymore, or something like that. I guess. What what he's been, uh, or what he said that happened. I don't know if that's still what he's dealing with or not, though.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think it could be. It's it's not something that just goes away, especially yeah. if, it's, if it is carbon monoxide stuff yeah. that he's dealing with. I don't want to spew his no. little business out there, but if that's what he's no. dealing with, that's a brutal one. But yeah, it is. Anyway, should be a shorter show. Only two of us and had a quick topic, so.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. That's a good win. There's a lot of people. It's like Woodstock, except
0: everybody's got their clothes on. Personal playoff. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. Oh, a claim. These people
1: don't care. Love you, honey.
0: All right, well, let's... uh. Go ahead and just get right into it. And we'll just go ahead and start. Maybe if you wanna. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to get my water back up here on the on the shelf. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure it doesn't spill. Okay. I think we're good. I think we're good.
0: All right, let's go ahead and get on our first topic of the day that was not that. Um <laughs> Oklahoma, Texas, officially going to the SEC or yeah, going to the SEC in twenty twenty four. I don't know what the fuck I wrote here. I wrote
1: <laughs> Well, I was gonna say I wrote two co- Big Twelve,
0: but I think I meant leave Big Twelve. Anyways. Yeah.
1: I was gonna say if you if you copied your notes from last week over where we were talking about they're not going to leave early and now they are or something like that. It's it's just kind of you we we They had to. Yeah, we both they figured they were going to. It, uh, it just it came down to money.
0: Because 2024 is the year that everybody's kind of moving. And here's what really happened. The thing that set this in motion big time was Texas agreed to flip their home and home with Michigan. That's uh, right. That's uh, what I next was going to uh, So next year in Ann Arbor, Michigan versus Texas. And in 2027 mm-hmm. in Austin, Michigan versus Texas. And I believe – we have a home-and-home home with Oklahoma in that time frame as well, and the two years in between. I could be mistaken, but I believe that is when that home-and-home home is happening.
1: I'll double-check.
0: I, I am pretty sure I looked that up and that was what it was, but I could be mistaken. I, I am almost positive that that is our situation. I, actually, I have it pulled up right here. Hang on just a second.
1: Oh, I was going to say that that way that appeases Fox. That was part of the, the yeah. Whole so 2025
0: way. at Oklahoma. Okay. And we um, go back. I, I believe 2026 is Oklahoma in, in, in Ann Arbor. So
1: yeah, I'm
0: You're looking forward to it. it. This is this is kind of cool. We can finally get away from this bullshit schedule that we've had. Uh, 2028 is Washington. uh, We rescheduled the 2020 game for 2028 in Seattle. That'll be great if Washington keeps on their path. And then the only other schedule we have looking for ahead is Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. We return with them on a schedule in 2033, but that's way too far ahead of time. Maybe we'll be, maybe we'll have some clout by then. Anyway, so. You know this is cool for oklahoma uh and texas they're they're both going to forfeit 100 million dollars in combined revenue from the big 12 uh for the year but the sec currently is looking at i believe 49.8 million dollars uh average spread Mm -hmm. out between the teams Um, and that
1: could that would jump up i think for for this coming season
0: with the new the well, in their final year with this media rights deal, which is then going to turn into more than that later on. Um,
1: yeah,
0: it's just, it, it's kind of, it's an interesting situation that we're seeing right now with, with realignment and everything. I don't think there's any reason to worry too much about it. I'm just looking over here trying to see if I can find that article I had earlier, uh, which I can't, but nonetheless, Oh, it was on Never mind, I know where it was. It wasn't on, on there. Um, i don't want to find this yeah 49.9 million apiece from conference uh this coming season they divide their 721.8 million dollars in total revenue among each school i mean that's just that's awesome i i think it's it's good this was their that that was their fiscal year last august by the way Mm -hmm. but ended they divided 49.9 every school so
1: yeah
0: i'm curious to see what this year brings and then next year the new media deal is going to bring even more into the conference it's it's a good look for the for the conference and it definitely helps them out. I mean they're they're not making the money that the Big Ten's going to be getting this coming season and here on, but it's still it's still a big chunk of change. And again, they're the the top conference in college football, so it just continues to the rich get richer right now is what's really happening between the SEC and Big Ten.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, like we were talking about, it it was you know, we we knew it was more likely than not that Oklahoma, and Texas were going to join the SEC uh, before the end of the you know the current deal. They just had to negotiate the number down, and and also you know I mean when when we were talking last week about you know ESPN and Fox being upset kind of deal. You know I mean that's that seemed like such an easy enough fix that all they needed to do was you know flip one game from being a home game to being an away game or vice versa, so that, you know, Fox would be able to broadcast it as opposed to, to getting game, game. both games. What's up?
0: It seems as though that was the game. The yep. Michigan-Texas game was the one that was really on their on their list because once yeah. that was changed, everything was really set in motion to make it happen next year.
1: Yeah, and, and so, I mean – you know we're we're gonna see you know you're gonna see a Fox game, then an ESPN game, and then another ESPN game, and then a Fox game. Um, yeah. Since you know you, you imagine that those games are gonna be um, at least the the two games that are uh, gonna be in Ann Arbor are gonna both be big noon. I would imagine. Uh, I just they would have to be. They yeah. would either
0: be big noon or they're gonna be the prime time. Yeah, they're, they're not gonna be one or the other. But remember, yeah. Fox gets first pick and first pick is likely going to be Michigan-Ohio State. Yeah. And then CBS gets second pick. Second pick is going to be either Michigan-Penn State or Penn State-Ohio State. Yeah. Or maybe a Wisconsin game, potentially. And then NBC NBC gets third. third And third, they may just go try to snag one of those non-conference games and make that a night game.
1: Yeah. I – wouldn't surprise me I was in the I can't yeah. wait
0: to see what next year brings because again CBS gets the full deal. They don't have to worry about the SEC anymore, they're full on Big
1: Ten. Yeah. And I'm we did to it. we did look this up uh for this twenty twenty three year. We don't know what it's gonna look like with Big Ten games on, on CBS, but SEC game like of the week is still gonna be in that same time slot. So that's not changing, even though CBS is getting Big Ten games. I don't know how they're gonna make it work because it's either gonna We'll find with, out later in the yeah. season. It's either going to compete with Fox, compete with NBC, or it's not going to be on CBS like linear at all. It's going to be competing with the SEC game. I, I don't know how it's going to work.
0: but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we will find that out soon enough. Yeah. Moving forward, Colin Klein is going to remain at K-State uh, after an interview in South Bend to be the new offensive coordinator at Notre Dame. He has announced he's going to be returning. And that leads me to the next topic that Andy Ludwig right now is the current favorite. The current Utah offensive coordinator is now the favorite to land at Notre Dame's offensive coordinator. And that would be a huge get. Keeps Notre Dame in their usual style, um, kind of a pro style offense that they like to run over there. And it gives Marcus Freeman, a guy with a lot of experience to come in and, and become the you know, kind of take control of this offense. Marcus Freeman knows defense; that's his his thing. Not so not so smart on the offensive side. Needs somebody who knows to knows how to make it happen. I think this would be a huge move if they were able to make it happen. I don't know that that is the case. I don't know who the other targets are at the moment outside of Colin Klein. Um, I've heard a few different things, but nothing seems to have more heat on it right now than Andy Ludwig.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think there's really any more um, any other candidates at, at this point than Andy Ludwig, uh Andy Ludwig or Colin Klein from what I'm hearing so I, I think it came down to both those guys and now that Colin Klein seems to be out of the running uh, it's a strong possibility that Ludwig is gonna get offered the job and, and likely accept it um, you know he's been he's been in the game for a long time you know uh, served did some stuff at Utah back in the late aughts. He was at Oregon for a while, Vanderbilt's offensive coordinator, Wisconsin, San Diego state Cal. He's been all over the map and, and had very, very consistent results of success. He was, uh, he was with Utah their first go around when they had that undefeated season in the sugar bowl win over Alabama uh, back in the mountain West days. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I think that, you know, Bringing in Andy Ludwig would be exactly what Sam Hartman would need to be in that pro style system, like we talked about. What he wanted to transfer to Notre Dame for, and and you know, I, I think this is the next best thing for him.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I, I have no no further argument there. Going to move on again. This is a really quick start to the show. It's probably going to go long here in a, here in a minute. I already have the order figured out though for our for our snake draft format the topic but beggars can't be choosers. And we are talking about none other than Charlie strong. He has left the university of Miami, um, or well Miami university. I think, I don't know either way he has left Miami. He is, uh, no longer on their coaching staff after he feels he was snubbed from being the new defensive coordinator. Uh, they have since, uh, still expected to hire Lance Gidry. I haven't seen anything saying that they have officially hired him yet. Um, But it makes me wonder, I mean, this guy has not really had a lot of success outside of his tenure at Louisville, which was not overly successful in itself. And he acts as though he deserves to be handed a defensive coordinator position or any kind of higher position in a coaching staff. And while you have coaching experience, you've never had success. I mean the one year you had success at Louisville or at least it was strong success was with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback who is arguably yeah. one of the better college quarterbacks in the 2010s. Yeah. And we we just you just expect to be handed something. You got handed a job at Texas following one of those seasons in which you went there and did jack shit. You couldn't even win 7 games. I believe yeah. 6 was the was I think seven six. might have been the most.
1: No, six year one. He never finished above five hundred.
0: I was about to say, I think it was six and seven, six and seven, six. and five and seven.
1: No, it was six and seven, five and seven, five and seven, if I'm not mistaken. Was it okay, either yeah. way?
0: We we were just talking about this the other day. I, I thought it was six, yeah. six, five, but either way. What makes you think you deserve a job? And then
1: well, here, I'm, I'm here's the sure. thing. This is what I'm saying that he didn't think he deserved a job. He didn't even get interviewed for it, Tyler. He never even was asked to, to interview for it. Now, I don't know if he would have gotten it, but he he got he felt slighted that he did not even have a chance to interview for the job. And then that's when he decided he wanted to, to take off and leave.
0: Even then, man, like the guy has not had any success in, in his career outside of being guided by a really, really talented player at quarterback. Yeah the the success has not been there in his entire career and there was no reason to believe that it would be i don't let me try to find some some stats here if if I potentially can and i don't know if it would come up i was just say he
1: he was you know he was the defensive coordinator for Florida when they went to the here, national okay. championship and won both in oh six and o eight with the tebow uh led squad um and then of course like you said he was after his uh He's then at Louisville. He was at Texas. He also spent time okay. in South Florida.
0: So yes, it, here here are his records. By the way, two thousand four is an interim at Florida, zero and one. He lost the Peach Bowl. Mm-hmm. At that time, I blew Chick Fil A Bowl. Yeah. At Louisville, or maybe no, it might have still been the Peach Bowl. It changed in '06 to Chick Fil A Bowl. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it was the so. Chick Fil A, or yeah, I was just saying I think it's still the. It it doesn't matter.
0: It, it was the Peach Bowl back then. Still, um, anyways, at Louisville, seven and six, seven and six, eleven and two, 12 and one. Who was the quarterback those two years? Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Bridgewater. Teddy checked down.
0: Twenty fourteen, following those two great seasons, which were great. I won't lie. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: At one point, they were number seven in the country. They finished number uh, fifteen. And they were also. They were I
1: also, know, also not. Hear. They were also not in the ACC. That was the still Big East slash first year of yes. the American.
0: Yes. Texas, six and seven, a loss in the Texas Bowl.
1: Mm-hmm. Five
0: and seven, and five and seven. Mm-hmm. Goes to South Florida. Goes ten and two in year one. Had a pretty solid team in year one, though. I yeah, will say. he
1: did. He he inherited a pretty good team that year, and the uh that war on I four game between them and and UCF would still be one of the best games that was played that That's season. Exactly. Twenty
0: eighteen, seven and six. Twenty four and eight has not been a head coach ever since yeah um, I would love to see what he has posted in terms of coordinator type he
1: was uh, he was with Jacksonville in the NFL last year uh, assistant head coach and linebacking under uh, urban Meyer obviously getting back to yeah I'm, I'm, his days I'm at Florida that. when he worked with uh, Meyer
0: so he was a set, he was a defensive coordinator at, um, South Carolina in 99, went to Florida and let me see if I can find this better here. So 99 to 2002, South Carolina defensive coordinator, defensive coordinator at Florida from 0304, interim head coach 05 to 07 was a co-defensive coordinator and assistant head coach 0809, defensive coordinator, associate head coach. And then head coach defensive analyst at alabama in 2020 a jacksonville assistant in 21 last year a co-defensive coordinator linebackers coach and it looks as though he's been picked up at alabama
1: charlie strong has
0: wikipedia has him at alabama in 2023
1: charlie strong has the ability to edit his own wikipedia page
0: that's weird. Um, yeah, it says, I don't think that's true.
1: Well, let's see here. Yeah, I haven't seen anything.
0: I haven't seen anything on that either. I was just like, that's weird. Um, and either way, the the point is, I mean, while, yes, he probably should have had an interview, I feel like you, you just got to kind of wait, wait it out. I mean, again, you haven't done anything in your career as of late to really be that guy, to be called upon in a time where you were already the co-defensive coordinator. Last year, you were the co-defensive coordinator. Yeah. Clearly, something wasn't working for you either. Yeah. And that's probably why you weren't interviewed. They probably wanted something new. Yeah. You can't feel bad about it when you were already in the position. If you're a co-defensive coordinator, likely if one guy goes, you're probably the guy that would be coming in. Right? Yeah. Well, that's not what happened. So there's got to be a reason for that to be what happened. And I don't think it's just because they didn't want to interview him. They probably already saw what he was capable of and or he probably had some form of connection to some of the struggles last year. And they decided to move a different direction, which is kind of what you need when you already have a brand new coaching staff and everything else involved. And they took they took their chance. They found their guy. It looks like, again, Lance Gidry's looking like the guy. Mm-hmm. Move on. Deal with it, man. I mean, I I know you've been in college football for what feels like 30 plus years now, but you don't, you never get handed a job no matter what your experience is. And again, you were already in a position where you shared the the duty of defensive coordinator and they don't feel like you got the job done. That's clearly what, why you are not the offensive coordinator now or the defensive coordinator now. And yeah.
1: He's got to move on. And here's the question: with with him going and, and doing something like this, what school, what university is going to want to bring him on board, bring him onto their staff? If you know he's he's just there and, and hasn't really accomplished a whole lot as of late, and then pulled this you know kind of actions out because he didn't get an interview, decided not to leave, or you know decided not to stick around at Miami. He's-
0: he could still be a solid commodity, and he really could have even been that at Miami and could have proved his yeah. worth if he if he wanted to. The problem was he didn't want to. He's like one of those one of those quarterbacks that didn't get the starting job and didn't really get a chance at the starting. So job he's had not the, had their the idea. portal, yeah, yeah. And now he now he wants to leave because he feels like he didn't get this fair shake. Probably, Ie yeah. like a. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm, I'm really not, but like a Cade McNamara, we went into the season expecting that. The split games, we're going to end up being J.J. McCarthy, a quarterback, and that's exactly what we got, and once that happened, K was out the door. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what's what's happening here. I mean, Hudson Card, another example of that, I mean, it just happens, and so, yeah. I mean, I, I again, I never wish anybody to not have success, but you kind of put yourself in a box where you're not going to be successful when you, when you do things like that, so I, I don't know. I Hope he finds somewhere, but I don't think he's going to be a defensive coordinator anywhere this season.
1: No, I don't think he will be. I really, I honestly, I don't even expect him to, to land with a new staff. It, it's not going to be FBS ranks, I don't think.
0: I think he you might should honestly just retire, to, to be honest. I mean, you've I was done just 30, saying, what, you've what, gone 30 years and you've probably made your.
1: Yeah. What, what more million. does he have to prove? I mean, he had a few good seasons at, as a head coach, but. Yeah, you know, I mean, other than maybe getting. I mean, if you love the game, you love the game. I yeah. mean,
0: there's nothing. I'm not going to shit on that, but it's just the success isn't there, and there's got to be a time where you you feel like the game gets away from you, and I think that that's just kind of what's what's happened.
1: Yeah. Nothing.
0: Nothing against them. Just that's where I'm at right now. Anyways, I guess we can now move on into our discussion topic of the day because there is literally no other news going on right now. We may. Maybe sometime we'll get some more, but with that being said, let's just go ahead and get into this. Now, the draft order, it's, it is just a, a snake draft, but so it's going to be in this order, BJ, me, me, BJ, back and forth until we yeah. get to 20, where yeah. then we'll narrow down to the top five with a couple honorable mentions as we had before. Today, of course, you see it in the title, who are the best running backs since 2000. we thousand? We're gonna, We're going to start with 20, and we're going to narrow it down all the way to five, so... Yeah. DJ, take the reins. You get number
1: one. Number one pick. This is the easiest pick I think I've ever made. This will be the easiest pick we have on uh, one of these drafts that we've been doing. Reggie Bush, USC. Best running back I think I've seen in in my lifetime. And definitely got to be up there as the best running back or one of the best running backs in this millennium.
0: I'm going to do you one that I feel was better but was not given the same love, although he finished second in the Heisman voting twice. That's Darren McFadden, Arkansas. Oh, yeah. I think that he – you could argue him as 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 better. I'm not trying to do that here. That's not what I'm here for. I think he could be in that argument.
1: McFadden definitely could be. the The thing with that Arkansas team is that they had – they had three guys that would go on to be NFL running backs at the yes. same time. It was insane what um, what they were able to recruit down there with Bobby Petrino, believe it or not.
0: Right. Now, here is a thing. We are not going with current players. Players that have graduated and are going to the draft are eligible, but we are not going current players. So, Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, yeah. um, guys along those lines, we're, we're not going to go that route yet. They may come in at a later time. Maybe we come back to this in a couple years and and we try it again. But for now, the guys that are still playing college football are not going to be on these lists. Not that we would have too many, but we're not going there. Another guy I think I'm going to go with, again, this is only their college football careers, nothing higher or lower. What about Leonard Fournette?
1: Yeah, that's a solid pick, dude.
0: Europe.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm thinking <laughs> Dude,
0: this one's going to be tough, man. I, yeah,
1: it is. It's it's tough. Um, I have my I'm, next
0: one loaded up. I, I didn't want to throw him out there too early, but I got my next one loaded up.
1: I mean, because I mean, we were talking. You know, we, if you've watched Loudmouth Quizzes, um, you know, Ladanyi Tomlinson came up as a um, candidate, but I don't think he played. I, I know he played like one season or maybe he one. Played or two. the 2000
0: season. Yeah, I think he was gone after that and I don't yeah. feel like that
1: I don't think that counts that's yeah what...
0: I think it's hard to say that when you play more really... than half of your career before yeah. 2000 I'm not gonna put I'm not putting you yeah. there. I'm not saying nobody else can oh I had one come to mind yeah but I got you to go first I, I was to
1: say I've got two picks here and I think I think I've got a I think I've got to go, Adrian Peterson, Oklahoma. That was my next. That was yeah, one of the. I was just, I mean, you know, it. That is a, the ultimate kind of man. If he had stayed healthy, what could he have done? Just destroying the record books for rushing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, you got another one. I'm going to be know, shocked if you I've don't got, pull this one out too.
1: I know I've got another one, and, you know, I mean, I. Perhaps I know an this,
0: all-time snub.
1: I know he had some issues later on down the road. And uh, this is just solely based on what he was able to accomplish on the field. And maybe we might be able to parse him out when we get to that stage of elimination. But Ray Rice, what he was able to do at Rutgers, I think he should be up there on this list.
0: Well. Well, I said all-time snub, so I'm gonna pull him Christian McCaffrey.
1: Yes. Easily a hundred percent. Yes.
0: My second one, one of my favorites all time in Michigan history. Mike
1: Hartman.
0: Yeah. He was a put fantastic. He belongs on this list. Yeah.
1: My next pick, big time upset in a Big 12 championship game. We've talked about it in the past. Not the one you're thinking of. Darren Sproles, Kansas State. From the early 2000s. And then I'm thinking for my next pick. Who do I want to go with? Um, How... Was he running back? What did 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 West Virginia classify Steve Slayton at running back?
0: I'm not even gonna. We're not even gonna try that. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not even gonna try to put him on this list because I don't know. He could be one of the all time best athletes in general. Because yeah, I, he, he played everywhere. I don't know. Yeah,
1: he was he was phenomenal. Talking
0: oh, about a Swiss Army knife. I
1: mean, yeah, yeah. What about Willis McGahey? Let's go, Willis McGahey, What he did for the U as part of those championship teams. I mean, obviously I think he might, he might just miss the cut, but I mean, we're, we're, there's only certain, you know, there's, there can only be five, but I think Wilson yeah. McGahey has been one of the best running backs I agree. in college since the 2000 started.
0: I can, I can give you that. Um, Oh God. I, Dude, I really gotta put this guy on here. I, I, I hate this. I,
1: I can't believe I forgot about this guy. I'm hoping he makes it to my next
0: pick. Number ten, Maurice Claret, Ohio State.
1: Really? I, I thought have you to. I, I was gonna say I thought you'd go with the I thought you'd go with Zeke over Maurice Claret,
0: honestly. No, Maurice Claret was better. Okay. Truth be told, he was much better. Uh his off-field shenanigans hampered his career, but yeah, his on-field play was unmatched. And I'm gonna go another guy from the same era, Cadillac Williams.
1: Damn it, that was my next pick. I I I was I had just thought of him. I was like, I hope he makes it to the next uh, next pick for me because man, all right. Beanie Wells, Ohio State. Wow. That think, one's
0: one that I don't know that I agree with, but I'm okay I, I
1: think I think Beanie Wells was better than Maurice Claret. I remember, you know, kind of.
0: I'm not, Look, I'm one. not saying no. I yeah. am just saying I don't think that he's on my list. But, yeah, I can, I can give yeah. you that.
1: And then I'll go with C.J. Spiller from Clemson. He was a phenomenal running back for those Tigers teams back before they got to be – where they would end up the the highest of highs, in the um, in the Dabo Sweeney era. All right, Yeah. I really wanted to pick Cadillac Williams.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I think I've used up my my luck here. Oh man, oh Derrick Henry,
1: Derrick Henry, a hundred percent, yeah.
0: All right, we got.
1: How many more picks do we have?
0: I think we have three each. Okay. I need to step away for just a second. Go Why ahead. don't you go over your three, and then maybe go a little more in depth on all of your picks so far? And I was just saying if you I could, will return.
1: I was to say if you could put all of them in, in the the chat or something, I can go a little bit more in depth. Yeah, on you them. just
0: had Reggie Bush, Adrian Peterson, Ray Rice. Darren Sproles, Willis McGahee, uh, Beanie Wells, and CJ Spiller. Okay, I'll be back. Give me just a minute.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, it, it's it's just, you know, to me, how can you not start off with Reggie Bush? That was, you know, like number one pick. That's that's one of the best running backs that we've ever seen. Um, what he was able to do at USC, he's still obviously Heisman Trophy winner and capable of so much. He was just one of the most phenomenal running backs I think I've ever seen at the college level. Uh, Adrian Peterson was too, uh, watching the Big 12 back. And when I was a kid, I always saw Adrian Peterson and and just phenomenal. He he and and Reggie Bush were probably the two best running backs I watched as a kid. And I know there were a lot of good running backs back then. Um, Like I said, I mentioned Ray Rice, you know, uh, some of the others that have been mentioned as well. Uh, Wills McGee—he was a good running back. Beanie Wells, I thought growing up was one of the best running backs as well um, for Ohio State. So it's, um, you know, it, it's fascinating. Ray Rice was a big part of that Rutgers team. And so um, I can't remember if, if there's how many more other guys I have gone in depth with. Uh, I'm kind of, wanting to wait until Tyler gets back to uh, put my next pick down on paper. But, uh, I mean, you look back at some of the other guys that we've talked about. Mike Hart was a fantastic running back at the University of Michigan. Part of the, what made that 07 team a national championship contender coming into the season was because of the return of not just Mike Hart, but Chad Henney, Mario Manningham, and, and what it made Michigan so scary to deal with in 05 and 06. Um, you know, we had Darren Sproles, obviously phenomenal running back with the Kansas State Wildcats, almost 5000 rushing yards in college, just short of 45 touchdowns if I'm not mistaken. Um Darren McFadden was a phenomenal running back, Heisman Heisman finalist multiple times uh in the 2000s but did not did not get to win a Heisman trophy uh, ran for over 1600 yards um, in his sophomore and his junior seasons over 1100 his freshman year with thir- with uh, 11 touchdowns, I should say. Um, so it's, it's just, I mean, there's been some phenomenal running backs that we have seen over the years. Um, and I, I, am just, it, it's, it's insane to to think about what the amount of talent that we've seen since 2000. Uh Ray Rice went over a thousand yards all three seasons that he was at Rutgers from 05 to 07, um, able to run for over 2000 yards um, as a junior in 2007 with um, 20, 25, I think 25 touchdowns. So, um, you know, it's it's been phenomenal. Uh he was a phenomenal athlete. And if you feel like anybody has been snubbed, let us know. Um either in the comments or if you want to send us a message on social media, you can find us at Loudmouth Sports Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When Mike Hart came on to the scene at Michigan, he ran for a freshman rushing record with almost 1,500 yards as a freshman. Uh, He was fifth in Heisman Trophy voting his junior year, ran for over 5,000 yards in his career, um, and then obviously missed time in his sophomore year with an injury. Um, Wills McGahee ran for over 1,700 yards in his 2002 season, um, 28 touchdowns that year, broke a school record. Ran for 100 plus yards in 10 different games that year. Uh, obviously, part of a, the championship team in 01 and and nearly won back to back when um, when in that in the double overtime pass interference game. Um, but he he got injured in that game, if I'm not mistaken. He was um, he he left the game in the fourth quarter, and and obviously. That was it for him at Miami. Um, Cadillac Williams nearly was a, a Heisman winner himself. Broke Bo Jackson's touchdown record. Scored 45 that uh, in his career. And uh, over 3,800 rushing yards while he was at Auburn. Beanie Wells uh, ran for over 1,600 yards in that 2007 season. 15 touchdowns over 3,300 yards as a, in his career and, and 30 touchdowns. Um, just trying to look back at some of the some of the more prominent um, running backs here. CJ Spiller ran for nearly a thousand yards as a running as a freshman running back, 10 touchdowns uh over 3500 yards in his Clemson career, 32 touchdowns. He was a threat to through the air as well. Um I'm, I'm going back through and, and looking at uh you know we we've, we've each got three picks left. And so I'm wanting Tyler to be in here when these uh when I make my next two picks because or well I think he still has a pick. Uh, remaining himself, if I'm not mistaken. Um, That way we can kind of keep things, everything, um, you know, on the level and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just there's been so many good running backs that we have had over the years. But, um, yeah. All right. I am I was, sorry. I yeah. apologize. I had no, think of my that, call. So, that's uh, okay. It's <laughs> all good. I think you still have another pick here. No, it's I do not have another
0: pick. I do have another pick. I'm trying to think here. Um, Who do I want to go with? Oh. 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 I'm going to Penn State. Not who you think. Evan Royster.
1: Hmm. Wow. I really, really wouldn't have thought that you go with Royster over Saquon, though.
0: He may or may not be coming up.
1: He might be. <laughs> I was just saying I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know who you I, got, but I was just he's, saying I, don't, I'm not, I wasn't thinking uh I wasn't thinking him, but I'm I might be now.
0: Yeah, so it's I, it's tough
1: with, with only three picks to go. Evan, Evan
0: Royster was one of my one of my favorite running backs as a kid, and he really led that Penn State team. It was honestly, they were led by a lot of guys. Daryl Clark, but Evan, Evan Royster was a guy that really stood out in my mind as a leader on that team offensively. Mm. Obviously, you could look at guys. I think Paul Lesney was on that team and Yeah, I think you're right. Amongst others um but man, uh Royce <laughs> is just a guy that sticks out in my mind from 07, 08, even 09 I believe. Yeah. as well. Just just phenomenal. He he was great. He was yeah. one of the first great uh Penn State running backs and then obviously they got had a, have had a few more and maybe looking at two more really good ones uh through the next 3 years.
1: Absolutely. I'm really surprised that we haven't gotten to him, but I'm going to take him off the board now. Marshawn Lynch at Cal ran for over 1,200 yards as a sophomore and over 1,300 yards as a junior at Cal. Uh, the Pac-10 Offensive Player of the Year, uh, I believe it was his junior year when he was at Cal. I mean, when he was yeah. when he was there, that he was one of the 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 guys to watch all the time whenever he he had the ball in his hands absolutely oh, i i really want to really want to take uh i really wanted to take saquon off the board here but
0: feel free i mean if you want to i got i, I have i think, plenty got, I, up I, right think
1: now. I was to say i think i've got another pick so i'm gonna go with sean moreno uh, from georgia i think he was i mean you, you talk about how many georgia running backs there have been that have been good over the years, you know, Nick Chubb, um, Sony, Michelle, and, and some of those other guys. I think Marino was the best out of all of them that we've seen since, since the two thousands began at least.
0: Now you've, now you've done it.
1: Now I've done it.
0: Because Nick Chubb is the best running back at Georgia. Since 2000, um, and there's no way that he can be left off of this list in my mind. Uh, some injuries kind of hampered what yeah. could have been even better. Absolutely, uh, may, may it even hold more records than I believe he already does.
1: Yeah, that 2015 injury at Tennessee was just devastating. However,
0: I, I think Nick Chubb is easily one of the best running backs to ever come through the University of Georgia, and that includes guys like Todd Gurley, you know, Sean Yeah, Murray, no the, others. yeah. And then, yeah, there's no way I'm leaving him off of here. Saquon Barkley is going to be my last yeah. uh, pick here.
1: Understandably so, 100%. And so I've got one final pick. I'm trying to. You know who I think we forgot? Rest in peace, Cedric Benson how did we not mention Cedric Benson from Texas as part of uh, part of the running backs? I mean, I think he was up there just as as much as, as some of the running backs we had at the start of the draft. So
0: Could be, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we have our 20. Time to narrow yeah. it down and, and come up with our honorable mentions, and we're just going to go through here and kind of see who we're going to take off of this list. I think think
1: clearing away Reggie Bush is on this list.
0: I think so. I I think Reggie Bush belongs on it. So, okay. This is going to be way harder to bring three immediately onto this list like we did earlier. So we're going to go, I'm just going to start eliminating people before we start trying to put people on on the list as for sure. Okay. The first guy I'm taking off with personally would be Ray Rice. For That's no funny. other reason than I just don't think his career to me didn't stand out as much as as anybody else on this list. He's kind of the first guy that I think comes off of it.
1: I was to say I, I don't have a problem with that. I think for, you you know if you go back and watch those Rutgers teams uh, from back in the day, I mean he was oh, a big big part of that. He was a, over a oh. thousand yards in all three seasons and over two thousand yards in um, I think his last year
0: there. And I, and I understand that. I am just simply saying I don't. His career does not stand out to me the way that the rest of them do.
1: Okay.
0: And I think either way, he's coming off of this list. Yeah. Before he gets to honorable mention. Yeah, I
1: don't. I don't think five. he would. So yeah.
0: I don't think it's it's really worth arguing where on this list. I just think he's coming off of the list. Yeah. Another guy, even though I even though I put him on here, Evan Royster, I, I don't think he's going to be in the top five here or honorable mention. So I would take him. On
1: Ag- the list. Agree. Yeah.
0: Uh, CJ Spiller's another one. I think he's probably coming off the list.
1: Probably, yeah. I think he was up there, but not quite top five.
0: I think both Georgia running backs we just put. Moreno and Chubb are coming off of this list.
1: I I agree about Moreno, but I'd hold off on Chubb at least hold for off. now. He, okay. Yeah. I think Chubb I has off. I think Chubb has a pretty decent argument. Um at least Willis McGahee. Yeah, I don't he, know
0: he, about who he's gonna be on here. So I think
1: he can come off.
0: All right, this is going to be really hard to come up with just five. I know. I'm being honest. That's um, that's
1: that's the fun, I guess. Fun question mark part of this. this.
0: Part is going to take thirty minutes right here. Yeah. Um.
1: So what? I think, Beanie, I think what, five?
0: Wells. we five. Yeah, we've gotten rid of one, two, three, four, five Beanie Wells. Yeah, I, I think I think I don't it. think he's coming up on this top five. Uh, yeah, even even Maurice Claret, I don't know, that's coming up on this top I, five. I would
1: say I I was just say I, I put Beanie Wells over Claret, and if we're removing Wells, then I think Clarett's
0: gotta I was go gonna say I, I personally don't, but <laughs> I think that I just don't think he's coming into the top five.
1: I don't, I don't think he's even honorable mention now. No. Okay, so we've got seven off, which means we've got Marshawn
0: Lynch is another one. Like he was great. Don't get me wrong; he was great, yeah, but right. I don't know that he's coming up on this list. He, he his NFL career far surpassed his college career, yeah. in my mind. Yeah, I
1: think and you're I right. think
0: that the most memorable thing that Marshawn Lynch had for me in college was driving on the,
1: the cart around. Yeah. So
0: I just don't know that that's worth, but it being on on a list like this.
1: Yeah, I was. Just saying, I mean, I think um, he was. I think his career definitely was better in the NFL, but I mean, he was kind of a little bit overlooked. At uh, when he was at Cal,
0: he overlooked yes, but I just I just think that his NFL career was much better. He he, had, he was great in college. Don't get me wrong, there's a reason he's on this list. Yeah, but he's just not top five honorable mention. Which honorable mention is just six and seven really. Yeah, yeah. Um, Darren Sproles is another one. I don't know that he's going to match up on this list the way I want him to. Yeah. I want him to be great, but I don't know that he matches up with a guy like Christian McCaffrey, who I think may not even make this list. I was to say, S-
1: Sproles was was McCaffrey before McCaffrey was McCaffrey, if that makes sense.
0: <laughs> makes sense, but I I disagree at the same yeah, time. I was, I, Sproles I was, was great; he he yeah. did a lot for K State, yeah, especially in the Big Twelve championship run. Yeah, it's just not one that I think is he's not going to compare well. Um,
1: yeah. But,
0: um, as I go through this list. I am having a hard time finding a next one to take out of here. Um,
1: All right, well, let's name them and see what if we can find one that we agree on.
0: So, Reggie do we Bush, have remaining? Reggie Bush, Darren McFadden, Leonard Fournette, Adrian Peterson, Christian McCaffrey, Mike Hart, Cadillac Williams, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Saquon, and Cedric Benson. That's what I'm saying. This is a tough, yeah, I know. Part to be on now, and I, I have a hard time determining who's coming off of this. I, I think, you
1: know, as to say, might maybe next on the cutting board. I don't know, Cedric Benson. Maybe should we? I, I,
0: I, I think so. Uh, he's the guy that comes up next for me. Honestly, I was just,
1: I was just say, you know, the he was. Outstanding running back, not quite Ricky Williams, but did run for over fifty-five uh, hundred yards, uh, sixty-plus touchdowns as part of those Texas teams. That uh, I, I was, he wasn't on the national championship team, was he? I don't think he was.
0: I don't believe so. I think he was before the national championship team. I think. Yeah, I think his his last season there was a four. I just had it, That's going had to it up. That's gonna bug me. A minute ago, um, I had to pull up a minute ago. Hang on a minute.
1: Oh, Jamal Charles was the freshman yeah. running back.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think Cedric Benson's next. Unfortunately. Yeah. I. Great I Rest in peace. Um.
1: He's so close. I mean, that's the thing, though, is that there's so many good running backs. It's it's tough. Tough to narrow it down.
0: He will be number 11 on this list for us. Uh, if he, we were doing he,
1: a top 10 was. list, he would be the honorable mention.
0: Yes, he would. Okay. Now, down to the top 10. The first one off, off of this list for me, he, his his career was somewhat hampered by injuries and also splitting time, I believe, with Todd Gurley early in his career, and that's Nick Chubb. Um, I think, I think he's next, unfortunately. Still top 10, but just not...
1: Not quite. Yeah. I don't think I, he's I, making
0: it to top five out of what we've got yeah, left. I don't think he's getting
1: I, there. I think you're right. I mean, Just the,
0: the injuries are what holds it back from being a top five yeah. career, too. And that's the... That's why it's tough. I have a hard time saying like, yeah, he's gone, but Cause we have, you have the potential mul- have
1: multiple
0: Heisman Trophy finalists on this list, yeah. along with multiple players who lead their schools and career totals and stuff yeah. like that. I just I just don't see that Nick Chubb is going to be yeah. that guy right now. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take him off of this list at number ten.
1: Yeah, I was just um, saying we don't we don't even have Mark Ingram on this list. Another Heisman Trophy we, running back. We
0: don't. Yeah, we, we don't have Mark Ingram. Um, we got Derrick Henry, which I think was the best out of the Heisman Trophy winning backs yeah. at, at Bama. But yeah, yeah, I, I have a hard time.
1: Who? Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. Anyways. Yeah. Next up to come off, I think, is going to be. I think Fournette.
1: Yeah, I think might be right. next.
0: I, I think he's just outside right now, so he's going to be
1: just on the the edge of the. Just,
0: I mean, so close, but yeah, so so far. The
1: what he was able to do, you know, like he was the leading Heisman Trophy uh, candidate going in that 2015 season until Alabama, and then Alabama's defense shut him down. And and I, you know, I mean, he's had a really good career, but I don't think he really was the same after that no. point, the rest of that no. season.
0: No. Um Okay, so we're down to...
1: Down to eight now, I think?
0: We're down to eight, and I know he's a Heisman Trophy winner, but With I think Derek he's next. Henry? I think Derek Henry's next.
1: I think Christian McCaffrey was better, and so I, I think you're right. I, okay. we, we talked about him being snubbed, I think Derrick Henry, this time he's going to get snubbed. I mean, right. not, not to say – and plus, I mean, he's been doing so much better things than he did at at Alabama in the pro game. I mean, he's been consistently great at all three levels, really, uh, the high school, college, and NFL ranks.
0: Okay, so now I'm, I'm coming to the backside of this page because I need to –
1: write down the order.
0: Well, I'm not not the order, but I just need to get all of them down so we can then determine the order.
1: Okay. Cuz the other two are going to be honorable mention.
0: Yep.
1: Oh, man. It's tough tough to rank.
0: Alright. So the final seven that are gonna be are gonna be determining as the top five are Reggie Bush, Christian McCaffrey, Darren McFadden, Adrian Peterson, Mike Hart, Cadillac Williams, and Saquon Barkley. This is gonna be really tough. Like extremely tough to try to get yeah. a perfect top five here. Yeah. Number you want,
1: one. Do do we wanna figure out our honorable mentions first or do we wanna to-
0: I think it's going to be easier to try to get our our number one Top out one. of the okay. way, and I think number one Reggie Bush has to be. I think so. I think yeah. so. Um,
1: I think that's something we can agree on.
0: Is, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't,
1: I don't think we've seen a better running back at at the college ranks and since 2000 since then Reggie
0: Bush. No, not at all. All right, so Reggie Bush is off the board. Number two is going to be a surprise for a lot in my book. Mm. maybe not a surprise considering how highly I've regarded this guy but Christian McCaffrey I think is number two I I think
1: McCaffrey definitely has a a case up there Uh, it's either McCaffrey or Peterson to me and I would not be upset if if those are the next two guys in in whatever order we want to place them on I I think Peterson has got to be top three
0: Okay, so McCaffrey-Peterson is is the order we're going to go with
1: that's fine So two spots and four individuals.
0: All right. I I think it would be criminal not to have Darren McFadden on this list. Yeah, he finished second in the Heisman twice. Twice, yeah. I think it would be McFadden's got to be top five. Yeah, top five. So I'm going to put him at number four.
1: Agree. Okay. Fifth best running back. And we've got three candidates. I'm, My vote's Saquon. I, I think Saquon Barkley has to be number five. I, okay. I really.
0: Hang on. We're going to agree that Cadillac Williams is an honorable mention. Yes. Is what I'm hearing. And, and I'm I not think, trying to I think, go Homer on my card. I'm really I think, not. I, think I, I am a very tight too. between those two. So hang on a minute. But, okay, so Cadillac Williams is going to be our seventh, our honorable mention here. Yeah. Okay. I need to do a little
1: stat checking.
0: Fucking dicks. Michael Hart. He went, by, he went <laughs> I know. by Mike his entire career. I don't know why. Yeah,
1: it, but... I, I, I noticed that too.
0: Okay. I know 2005 was cut short. He got injured in 2005. Yeah. So I'm not going to go with that. But every year, no less than 1,361 yards was his lowest total. And that was actually 2007, which was the team that was kind of arguably the best. Um, he
1: only played 10 years, ten games that year.
0: Yeah. Uh, 5,000 yards. 5,000 yards five yards per carry, 41 touchdowns. He also added 566 receiving yards to his career, two touchdowns. Remember those numbers. Okay. Saquon played one year less, but his best season was – or his best season was 1496. 1496. Uh, Average 5.7 per carry, 3,800 yards, uh, and 1,100 yards receiving. And I think that because he added more, well, there was a different time. Of course, running backs were not really receiving backs very often back at that time. Yeah. I have a hard time determining. I, I think that recency bias says Barkley. But overall, as a pure running back, says Mike Hart, which is why I'm like I'm really back and forth, honestly. Like I'm I'm truthfully that way. Like I I wanna put Saquon because I think he's one of them. But I think Mike yeah. Hart's stats prove a a position up here. And the only the only thing that is different is they were I mean, they were both top five Heisman guys too. They were it, both in New yeah. York.
1: I was to say it's it's tough to compare because it's such like two different eras, two mm-hmm. different you know like styles of running backs. Um, All right. If, if if Saquon had stayed, I am for saying. Year...
0: I I I think so too, um, and the reason I'm not giving too much credit one way or the other on on three years versus four is Mike Hart played very little of his fourth year or yeah. of his of his third i believe because he got hurt
1: yeah it was the second year he got eight he played in eight games
0: yeah um okay so here's what i'm gonna do i think this might be the best the most fair way to do it do a uh, coin honestly. flip yeah <laughs> they were gonna flip a coin so you're saying saquon i'm gonna say my yeah. card, okay
1: okay all right let the Take gods of uh, uh, uh tails
0: Alright, so tails is Saquon, heads is
1: why don't we just have the coin like or the the wheel spin and decide?
0: The wheel spin? Oh I can do that. Yeah. can
1: yeah, I was gonna say in there a wheel that you can spin that can pick yeah, between two I, options.
0: That's how I do our uh
1: our draft, yeah. Yeah. And share that beautiful bad boy on screen so we can watch it live.
0: Fucker. Oh damn it, hang on. I didn't want it to spin there. You bitch. All right. I'm not going to count that because it wasn't on screen. Okay. Um,
1: what was the result?
0: It was take one, but it, it okay. was on screen, and, and I know we yeah. wanted it to be on screen, so I want to.
1: Yeah. If it goes hard here. this time, we got to do best of three.
0: I We can do best of three to start from right here. Okay. okay. So from this point, best of three. All right. First spin. It's going to be my card.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's one. Close. Spin number two. Let's take on Barkley. The... <laughs> Spin number three. <laughs> my way.
1: Let's all be decided. take
0: one oh, on Barkley. take on
1: Barkley. By Smith. How do I spell it?
0: S- A- Q U O or Q U? Yeah, it's Q U O. I thought so, S- but I'm not sure. It's
1: S A Q U O N.
0: All right. Well, that determines that. <laughs> I mean, what else? Uh... What a fifth grade way to do that, but (laughs) I mean, whatever, man. Hey, I was
1: gonna say we normally have another person here that can cast the. We do, we do. Since it
0: had to be the two of us, I think it was better. And hell, we may have had a whole different top five here, but we didn't. Yeah, I think Wednesday is going to be receivers. I think so too. So get ready for that. Wednesday will be receivers. We'll get that going. I'll be having the graphics put out later this week. I've been so fucking busy. I, we, we made, we, we had. Tony, we had our most successful video this week, by the way. A clip of we our did. Georgia yeah. being the most hated team is up to over two hundred ten views now, which is our most viewed by right. miles right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's only on, been up for a couple days compared to the one that was a previously most viewed. Yeah, video. if I
0: if I go on YouTube right now, it is at two fifteen. So I mean, appreciate the support on that and all the everybody looking at that. That was mm-hmm. That was amazing. Uh, good to see, and, and hoping to see more as we go on. Maybe this clip will get there, maybe something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Honorable mention, I was going to say Joe McKnight, but his first two seasons were not great. Rest in peace to him as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, tragic a few years ago what happened to him, but his first couple of seasons did not live up to the hype. His third year, if he could have had three years like that, he probably would have been on this list for me. He was one of my favorite players. Yeah. Um Chuck didn't get Michael James. Uh, well, Michael
1: James, yeah. Kenyon
0: Barner was actually my preference out of them, but I mean there were a lot of guys at Oregon too that didn't get on here.
1: Oh uh, yeah, a lot of Oregon guys. Doug Martin Sha- at Boise. Shady McCoy, Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, yeah. He we we good. missed James Connor too. Uh, yeah. prior to, With the, the years that he had, obviously he been battling cancer during college was not. Yeah. Not an easy time, but you mentioned
1: all the Oregon running backs. We didn't mention Jonathan Stewart comes up there.
0: Yeah. So I mean there's there's a big time list that we probably didn't get to. We probably didn't get to some of your favorites and apologies. Toby Earhart probably is Yeah, one of the, Gerard, I, we're I was just about. about to say. Um,
1: but there could only be twenty. You
0: know? There could only be twenty, and I think we had
1: I think we had a pretty good list of it, 20. it's
0: hard to say that we didn't have the best possible list out of this. I mean in terms of getting as yeah. many.
1: I think as we're we, we were we splitting hairs there. on at on, some point
0: we were. Yeah. So we come back on the fifteenth of February. This coming Wednesday for the next episode. That'll be receivers again um, as we continue to move through our best players of since two thousand. We're going to do this. this is going to be our thing until we get to uh, the end, which will probably we're probably going to. We may do kickers, but I don't know. I don't really want to, but we might. We may do kicker punters as a whole. Actually. Yeah, we might. It may just be an all-kicker all, all kicker episode. I don't know. Kicking? Um,
1: Wait, I was just to say, as long as Urban Meyer gets an honorable mention that that <laughs> episode.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm excited. We've, we've been continuing to grow our content. Uh, our Live Weekly has been doing really well. Uh, it's been a great show. It's been a real fun one. Hopefully we get Colin and, and Menzies back again tomorrow. I uh, have a five man panel for that. That's a that's always a fun time. I love that show. Absolutely. Yeah. I love what we've got going here. This show's been been chugging along and been doing really well uh in terms of ratings recently as well. So we just we appreciate all the support. We hope you guys uh come back next next Saturday night I'm hoping we will be uploading a, another quiz, our first quiz in a while. We will have a NASCAR quiz as the season returns. You're mm. ready for that. That's gonna be a fun one. So um with that being said, thank you guys for watching. Uh, we appreciate your your time and and effort and making this go the way that you guys do, uh, the same way we do. And we will be back tomorrow night, LiveMath Weekly, Wednesday LiveMath CFP. We'll see you then.